Okay. What do you mean this well, week? This, this... I introduced no, it last week in my head. Because <laughs> we didn't have oh, a show. Oh. Oh, That's funny. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our show. We skipped last week because I was busy, and honestly, I didn't want to talk to Rob. It was beautiful for both of us, really. It's it nice was, to take a break. It was. Yeah. Um, we do need to take breaks from each other sometimes, you know? Otherwise... The murderous thoughts. I mean, those, I'm, I start with those. <laughs> you know, I was talking about you yesterday. Um, someone brought up, someone was with brought up, uh, like that you can eat like the, the uh, skin on, you know, all fruits and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, I think I was talking my, so ba- backstory, my, my great grandfather didn't like loves, loved peaches, but didn't like ah. the skin of peaches. And I was telling that story to someone because he would make my, great grandmother or my grandmother peel the the peach skin off so we could eat the peaches um and i was telling that story to someone and they were like oh that's the best part you know you can you know eat it off of anything oranges whatever i'm like i do know that because my <laughs> friend rob will just take a bite straight out of an orange or mandarin like tangerine or even a lemon mm, and just bite lemons. it and everything oh i i don't think you can do it with a mango actually i think can you not? I think there's toxins skin? in the mango skin. I could be wrong, but uh, from what I understand and what I've been told, there's yeah toxins in that mango skin that uh, make you not want to eat it. Um, and I never do eat it. No, it is edible and packed oh. with nutrients like vitamins, fiber, and antioxidants. May it has an unpleasant taste and may preserve pesticide residues. Obviously. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like like um like watermelon rinds. Not many people eat them, but they're actually like that. The watermelon rinds are quite healthy. Are they? I'll eat the heck out of water watermelon rind. I just don't like watermelon, so I, I like most fruits. Like, I'm I'm not a big melon person. Something about the texture. I mean, I don't really love the taste of watermelon either. But like melons and and cantaloupes and whatever, all of that. It's the texture is. Very not gonna odd. lie, I could dive right into a melon right now. Like it, and it's partially that texture. Actually, it's it's like a, it's definitely not a cotton candy texture, but it's it does that kind of thing in my mouth where it, it like melts. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's something like I just want more of a solid feel when I bite. It just kind of it just well, bothers what, what, me. <laughs> like it just. I feel like I know what your favorite fruit is, but what is your favorite fruit? Oh man, that's actually kind of hard. Oh, dumb. No, that's not easy. <laughs> I mean, that's not hard. Yeah. That is easy. It's kiwi fruit. Kiwi it is fruit. a kiwi. Okay. Or green kiwi. Yeah. Oh, well, I was thinking about mangoes, and then I started thinking about berries. I was like, oh, I love mangoes. I love berries. And I was like, oh, wait, no, duh. It's what's, kiwi. what's your favorite part of the that's... kiwi? I'll eat I'm a... all of it. I do really like the the white inner bit. I kind of like when it's soft, mm. I do like that white inner bit. But I'll eat the whole, like I'll eat the skin and everything, as long as the skin's not too furry. And and it, depending on the the ripeness of the kiwi, like how this yeah. how the skin feels is is depending on whether I'll eat it. If it's a really firm kiwi, I probably won't eat the skin. If it's a tart one, um, but if it's a if it's a nice softy squish soft squishy kiwi, I'll, it's a softy. Uh, I think my favorite part actually is the skin of the kiwi because it's tart. Yeah, I see that. And that's why I don't want to eat it with a tart kiwi because it's too much tartness. Whereas if you have the tart skin with the very like sweet, very ripe 
kiwi, like the inside fruit, then I think they go well. I think it's a nice balance of tartness and sweetness. See, when we're in Antarctic and they come down to the ice and, you know, I get a couple of fresh ones, sometimes I, I'm too eager and I eat them when it's like, this is a rock basically and obviously you should not be eating this. You're not going to get pleasure out of this kiwi. <laughs> but you're going to keep eating Oh, yeah. Do you have a least favorite fruit? A least favorite fruit? That's a good question. Um, I... The one that comes to mind actually is mango. Um, I I really like mangoes, really? but they're so slimy and juicy, and like it's they hard are to eat. Very slimy. How do you? How would you? So like the way I was taught to to cut a mango is like you slice all around the the um, seed, because right? it's that massive seed in the middle. So you slice like ha- like right off next to the seed, and then the other side. And then you kind of cut the top and bottom and you just, you just kind of go around cutting like basically squared chunks off of it. And then I kind of eat from the peel and I'll munch around the seed and stuff and get all the good. That's kind of how I've done it, but I've rarely cut mangoes up because it's not a fruit that I regularly buy. Yeah. I didn't like mangoes until I first went to Australia and and I'm, and I moved to New Zealand and, and Hawaii actually, when I'm going to Hawaii, I like the mangoes there, but mangoes, when I buy them on like the West coast in like California, when I was growing up, like I did, really mm. didn't like mango, but there's so many different varieties. And I think that it was just, weren't, you know, I didn't like the kind of mango yeah, variety. No, absolutely. Um, also banana is another one that I'm not a huge fan of. Like I'll, I'll eat yeah. them here and there. Um, cause I do like them, but at the same time, it's probably, it's a funny question to ask, like, what's my least favorite fruit? Because I can't think of any fruits yeah. that I don't like. Um, there's yeah. some that suck to eat, like a pomegranate. Like, I, I actually just saw a cool cutting yeah. technique for one of those where it's like, wow, that would make a pomegranate possibly really easy to consume. <laughs> um, you know, I don't like grapefruits. Oh, not bam, a fan you of figured it out. I don't like grapefruits, actually. Oh, yeah. um, I don't like bitter well, stuff. They also, like, they also have this, this, I mean, you know, if you eat a, eat a grapefruit or like drink a bunch of grapefruit juice, it's actually like really dangerous. If you have like some medications, oh, yeah. like, like if you have like Advil, it can like increase the potency of some medications and you could like have a, like, just be like, your blood is super thinned out because you had like, a, maybe some Ad- <laughs> ibuprofen, whatever the blood thing one is, is like, but it's like I get a little scared. Like if I ever have like anything like grapefruit in it, it's like oh my god! Like what if I'm taking something right? Like even if I'm not taking a medication, I'm just like oh my god! What if I kill See, myself? See, I like grapefruit juice when it's like mixed with just a little bit of sweetener. Um, I yeah, grapefruit juice mixed with like a little yeah, exactly. orange juice. Yeah. Like, um, like, and actually, yeah. I I was talking to Lucas, the kitchen uh, cook from Williot. Uh, the ice and he kind of made me realize what it was where I don't I never realized that I don't like bitter foods and things like that um and he he was like I we started talking and he literally was able to like pinpoint foods that I probably don't like with just like I I said a couple things and he was like oh you don't like this you don't like this you don't like this like he was a magician when it comes to knowing <laughs> people's flavor profiles I think um which is oh, totally, chef. totally. Like, it was really cool. <laughs> um, 
but it made me realize I don't like bitter food. Yeah, I, I, I've been, I don't like bitters as well. Like, like, um, like coffee. That's why I don't really, I don't drink coffee and I have a tough time mm. with teas. It's that, it's that bitterness that comes with it that I just, I don't know. I'm like, this is not enjoyable. <laughs> I don't see. And there's, I don't know. There's levels of this. acquired taste for me where I don't, I wouldn't say I like coffee, but I can drink coffee without recoiling from it at all. Um, and like really yeah. dark beers, I really enjoy those, and they have a bitterness to them. But I really enjoy that. I don't like beer and wine for that same that same kind of bitterness reason. See, and I don't like red wine because uh, it makes me like it dries out my throat. It makes me cough. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's been a couple interesting weeks. I guess that's why, like, I don't like. Oh. Oh. Oh, sorry. I was just. Oh no, I was just gonna say like like I I don't like dry ciders for that, but I like sweet ciders. So I was, I was thinking about the bitterness. Uh, but Rob doesn't want to listen to talk anymore, so he's gonna. I say I mostly now. just didn't want to talk about foods and stuff anymore because I'm, I I start out hungry, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little hungry too. I really need to feed myself more before. Our show. Um, I was just gonna say, you know, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. I I feel like things have happened. Nothing's happened at the same time. Um. Yeah, I uh, I just uh, honestly just learned something cool or saw or experienced. I don't know what the right word is. Um, as a person that goes to Antarctica, sometimes I try to sign up for things. Is like, what's your location? And it's very rare that in a drop down menu you're gonna find Antarctica. Um, yeah. And I I'm interested in these SpaceX Starlink satellites because I would love to have internet in Antarctica. That's like high speed broadband internet that'd be super sweet i'd pay for that um and so i was just signing up for like a you know give me updates and i was able to sign up in antarctica you know with my own zip code in that sense it was like super cool um so hopefully i'll get updates on whether we can get internet there or not yeah man i did not think you i feel like I feel like I've seen somewhere where where it'll there's a drop down option for Antarctica, but I actually think I'm just making sure. I feel like I've seen it before, but it's like I look for it all the time, and it's almost never there. Yeah, yeah, it's like you always scroll to the bottom. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it was uh, quite. A, I I definitely like. Ooh, I I had a little gleeful moment. <laughs> <laughs> Make that noise again. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh, that's good. So you know they've had they've had more launches of those. That's that's exciting. Um, I just yeah. saw a coverage map, and it looks like there's a lot of the world that, at any given time, has coverage from one of those Starlink satellites. Um, and that's there's really like cool. a spot in the northern latitudes where it's full coverage. It looks like all the time. Um, yeah, it wow. was it was wicked cool. Um, that's impressive. So that's that's fun, exciting news for me. Um, did you hear about the super awesome solar eclipse that's happening? That the one in India, I believe it was. I think it already yeah. happened. Yeah. I believe so. Did it? Did I? Miss I think it? it happened last night or maybe this morning. You know, something like that. Before I woke up at like five a.m. Pacific time. Now I'm gonna Google solar eclipse and see if I. Can. It's not like I would have been able to see it anyways. No. 
Um, yeah. When did it happen? It happened. It happened June twenty first, but today, but June twenty first in um, India. In India is. Yeah, it's in, it's in <laughs> India. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it happened. Uh, solar. I think it was actually even one that was. Uh... <sighs> I think it's because the moon. It was full moon. There was something special. I think it was an. It. I think it's called an annular eclipse, where, like, if you were to watch it, you'd still need uh, uh, solar eclipse glasses, even when it's fully eclipsed, because the moon was close enough to the Earth where the sun still had like you could see, see a ring of the sun around the, the yeah and apparently we're not going to see it again until like 2030s or something like that an annual or eclipse 2038 oh that's nifty yeah i remember yeah i remember them saying something or reading something about how it was it was going to be a bit until it happened again i mean still in our yeah, lifetime oh, yeah. but um, I think the next solar eclipse across the United States in, is in uh, 2024. There's one that happens in Antarctica, uh, right? This summer? Yeah, but it won't be summer? anywhere we would be able to see it. And it's, I believe, a, a partial eclipse, too. Oh, man, I thought it was going to go no. from McMurdo. I, d I did see one in McMurdo, actually. I think uh, it was either my first or second year. Um, I didn't even know it was happening until I got down there, and then it was... Something I was able to watch it in um, the window of one of the vehicles. Like I had sunglasses on, and it was cloudy enough out that the the reflection on the window was bright enough or dim enough that I was able to look without totally damaging my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, it was pretty okay, cool to so see. Looking for this one, December fourteenth, twenty twenty. Yeah, I'm not gonna see it. It's a total solar. Oh, eclipse. it's a total. That's cool. Yeah, but we won't. We won't see it. There's a Palmer station. We'll see one December fourth, twenty twenty one. Um, it's only once every like two hundred and eighty years or so that any place on the planet would see a solar eclipse. Um, yeah. Any specific place, like you'd have to wait another 280 years to see it there again most of the time in that sense Eclipses they are i i saw one i saw the one you know a few years back you were i obviously i would assume in new zealand i think that's the time frame um the one that went across the united states i think i was it went through like was that the yeah. one that went through oregon yeah, yeah, I was living in New Zealand. Um, that was super cool. That was that was definitely one of the most. I, it changed how I I looked at stuff in a sense. I definitely want to go see as many solar eclipses as I can because it was so incredible. And some people are like, you know, I saw like a ninety five percent eclipse and it wasn't that cool. And after seeing a total solar eclipse, my opinion is if you've seen a ninety nine percent eclipse, you haven't seen an eclipse. Like, I haven't seen a total. I don't think I've seen. I've seen partials, but I don't think like I've seen seeing it. that shadow come over yourself and all of a sudden like it's dark and you can see the stars and that kind of thing. It was so incredible. It was also really cool. Like I, I went down to Oregon. I'm uh, 
you know, had a nice long drive to get down there. And I went to a Walmart parking lot. Like that's where I was at, was in a Walmart parking lot. And uh, I was kind of disappointed at first, like being surrounded by people, but then it was really cool to experience it. Um, Cause there was the minute leading up to it where everybody got like all excited and like, you could hear people like exclaiming cause they thought it was the moment of totality. And then it wasn't like, they're like, Oh my God. And then it's not. And then, <laughs> All of a sudden, it was the moment of totality, and everybody just hushed. It was like a quiet among the crowd, um, and you could. Uh, there was obviously that that glee as you could hear people like. There was that excitement of all of a sudden it's here, um, and the fact that I was around yeah. so many other people that were experiencing, um, it, the way that I would describe it is like we were all going, we were all going up together, and then all of a sudden this moment happened and we all experienced it at the same time as one person. It was really cool to experience something like that. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's kind of something that happens at like a sports game or, you know, a concert or something like that, but you're like, I don't care. I mean, I, I totally get that, that idea. It's just, it was really cool that it was like an astronomical event that we all experienced together. I don't normally get to experience stuff like that with people. Um, Cause you're, uh, well, it's also, it's normally like, hey, do you want to come look through my telescope? And people are like, uh, I'd rather watch Netflix. Thanks. <laughs> I'll watch it on the live stream. <laughs> yeah. Can you stream it for me? <laughs> yeah. I I would love to see one someday. That would be really cool to see a total solar. Eclipse. I would definitely say it's worth it. I love the blood moons. I love, I, I absolutely love those like blood moons that come the and the like lunar eclipses. I think those mm -hmm. are beautiful. I'm not as, in, as into the lunar eclipses only in the sense of I've, I've seen them a lot now and it's just, it's a very slow process. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I do get it. They are definitely quite, quite nice. <clears throat> um, other than that, like I, I could talk more about space stuff. Has anything else in, in the world happened that's interesting? Oh, probably not because it's sorry. Right. <laughs> I just got handled. <laughs> um <laughs> no uh uh I mean I think the protests are still going on, which is good. Um I mean it's yeah. Doesn't it's it's not really going It's definitely a little quieter sorry, than, than it has been. <laughs> um, <laughs> Will came in and was trying to really quietly ask me questions, which I appreciate. And now he's like, I'm so it's sorry. all the distracting <laughs> things in the like, world, you know? Like, <laughs> like I can't, I can't, like, just like. Like if you were if you were like talking, I could I could like ignore you for a second, but it was right when you weren't talking. So yeah, well, it's also like it's not really like this podcast is important. So <laughs> things in the world are more important than this. <laughs> uh, he, was like, he was like trying to ask me a question, and he like he like typed it out, and he was trying to be so quiet. And I was like, I thank you, I love you, you're so great. I'm sorry. It was like, clever. It was great. <laughs> I saw the, you know, you trying to read it is like, I mean, I got it. I, I'm trying to read listen to you, the question you asked me, and I'm like, I, I just, can't do this. I'm not. I'm I just not hoped it good. wasn't one of those important, like, presidential thing where it's like, 
you know, Moscow just bombed the White House, Mr. President, as he's talking on live TV. It's exactly what it was. It was exactly what it was. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. No, no, it was, yeah, it was nothing. <laughs> he just was asking me a question that could have waited, but I don't care. But yeah, people are still protesting. Uh, the coronavirus is still going on. Yeah. Or not, according to the U.S. government. Trump's an idiot his rally yeah. you know <laughs> he's probably doing all all sorts of good stuff uh slowing down testing yeah but that's what he said at his rally right is like you know i told them we need to slow down testing because it's gonna make our numbers look <laughs> too high and i was like what? it was one of those things where where you you read it and you're like that's got to be taken out of context there's no way that this is real and then you watch the clip and you're like i guess it wasn't wow it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in november yeah no i was uh i i I just want to not vote like the way we vote i hate our voting system our voting system sucks massively i will not disagree with you on that um, it's, yeah, it's rough. this is going to be, it'll be really interesting if people like, cause so many people don't want to vote for Biden either. It'll be interesting if Trump does win the election, but those people that didn't want to vote for Biden still vote for like Congress, like people in Congress that are like, if, so if you have a, a very liberal Congress and then Trump, like it'd, it'd be, it'd be really interesting to see, like, see if that happened. Um, at this point, I almost can't imagine like even all those Bernie supporters that are like, I can't, I can't vote for Biden. I can't. I think we're getting to this point where it's like, they're they're thinking like, oh gosh, I, I hate myself, but I have to vote for this guy. Like, there's this point where yeah. you can't feel okay anymore, just drowning further. Like, like it's like, let me put my own head like, in the water. Genuinely, <laughs> if it was, if it was a different. Republican, I think a lot more people would be able to vote third party, like like with, like with their conscience. But I think because literally because it's Trump, it's gonna make it hard for people to to you know do something that could like let him win. I mean, I could be wrong, but like it's you know Biden's not my first choice, but he's certainly <laughs> my first choice above Trump, and it's like. Like, you know, there's, I, there's, I just, me, I can't, I could not, I cannot I let totally get in. I, I feel like I really, what I want to do is I want to really, I, I, if there's something that I'd like to start doing, it's, it's campaigning to try to change it so that we have a ranked voting system because it's turned into, I, I can't vote for, I have to vote for Biden because I, I like, there's nobody else, like, if I vote for somebody else, I'm screwing myself. And it's it's wrong that I can't vote for who I want for for president because I have yeah. to vote for who everybody's told me I because have to vote for. Because it's because that's the way our shitty two two basically two party system works. It's like it's Well in a sense why we have that two party system. It's it's hard to have a third party when all of the resources go to two of those parties in that sense. Do you know that's what I like about New Zealand is like, in order to f- like form, I mean the like the parliamentary system is like, you, you you do vote for who you want and you'll have like 
the, I mean, there's the two kind of biggest parties, but they usually don't have enough support themselves to like form the government. They have to go with some other smaller, you know, like the green party or whatever to, to be able to form the Mm -hmm. government. And so they have to make certain deals like, Hey, we're not going to be able to do this. And we're, you know, but we can do this. Like, you know, because we need to get these votes in order for us to have the most. And I like that. It forces to sit together and it forces them to work well it also allows you to have a system where you're 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 actually having a majority vote for a person as opposed to like think about how our system works where it's like biden for example he ran for president against 20 other candidates and how how many of those other candidates actually had support of of the people like it's not like he he didn't yeah. win the Democratic Party by a majority. He just had more than everybody else in that sense. And I mean, obviously, it, it turns into yeah. a majority because everybody else drops out. Like, But if, like, if you had taken out 15 of those people and there were five, where would those yeah. votes have gone? If, if I, nobody had yeah. dropped out, like if Bernie had, kept, had stayed in there, if Warren, you know, whoever it was, the top five people, if they had never stopped running, he wouldn't have the majority of 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 democrats choosing him but at the same time now he no. is exactly and now we're forced as democrats you're all you all have to choose him and then so now it's him against trump and it's not even the majority of people most of the time that vote for either of those candidates it's just the most compared to everybody else yeah like, I don't really know how you get rank voting. Like, is that something that has to go through state yes. legislation? Is that something that has... Okay, I was like, I didn't know it would be state or if it would be, like... Congress. No, actually, like, I just learned that Maine already has a ranked voting system. I know there were some states that have it, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I imagine it that. honestly can't be that so, hard to make happen. And if states like Washington and California and... Texas and Florida, if we could get states like those to actually change that, it would rapidly spread across the rest of the states. I gotta tell you, I uh, have no hope for Florida. Florida I said is, it, but it was... That, mm. You don't talk about like, <laughs> I, I truly cannot with Florida anymore. I, I honestly... It's just ridiculous. I, they seem cool, right? They got like Miami. <laughs> You seem awesome. You have like the Kennedy Space Center, but then you're, you know, Florida, and we just can't. <laughs> just done with oh gosh. Yeah. Um. um. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Any happy news? Oh, I have something. It's still slightly political, but I've been using this thing called um the flip side. I don't know if you ever have heard of it or seen it. I basically saw it in an Instagram ad and I was like, this is, it is like probably TikTok? bullshit. But then I kept seeing it. <laughs> no, it's not like TikTok. Um, it's basically you sign up and you literally get one email from them Monday through Friday. They don't work on the weekends. But um, their whole thing is they basically pick one topic and it's like five to ten minutes of reading in this like daily email that has both the left perspective and the right perspective. So it's it's... You know, you whether it's so they've talked about the protests or they've done, you know, the Supreme Court ruling on um, the Dreamers Act. Um, so I've got um, like when Trump signs an executive order, 
um, on that um, uh, security advisor, national security advisor, his book, uh, reopening in COVID. Like they do all these different things and, and they do it, you know, like they, they give you pers- like, no, like perspectives from, and they have in their, in their little like news organization, it is, it is both, you know, right leaning and mm. left leaning people. And, yeah. They kind of cultivate, you know, opinions and, and just give you a little, you know, this is your brief news for, this is your one thing that we're talking about today. And this is how the right sees it. And this is how the left sees it. So, you know, you may still absolutely disagree with the other side, but at least you're understanding the perspective that they're coming from, which I find in, in a lot of ways, that's a good way to go. I was just talking to somebody about how it, it, it's really a bummer how a lot of news, major news sources are so full of commentary. And I hadn't actually like, if you watch most major news sources, when they break some sort of news, it's like this local news reporter break broke this story and now we're telling you about it. It's not often that it's like MSNBC's like, oh, well, our news reporter just broke this news. No, it's literally them reporting on somebody else's news. Um, and yeah. it all comes from that local level in that sense. But at the same time, they bring it up to those higher levels and the news that most of us have really easy access to is filled with commentary. It's it's um, Rachel Maddow going on whatever she wants to talk about, which I mean, I it's hard for me to say it that way because I generally agree more with them. But at the same time, I don't agree with how they yeah. disseminate news to us. Um, where at the same time, it's like Tucker Carlson going on a on a friggin' diatribe about how he feels about abortion or whatever you know it is this week in that sense is literally commentary. There's no news. It's somebody telling us how to feel about something. And yeah, it's all biased, obviously. Um, yeah. but, and I was talking about how do you have an unbiased news source, especially cause it's, it, it's good to give people information, but it's hard to, some of those people don't necessarily know what to do that with that information. Um, and I'm not saying we should tell yeah. them how to think, but at the same time, you say this is what happened, but you have to break it down a little bit. You have to give them more to it. And something like what you're talking about is probably great for that in that sense where it's, it's well, I mean, like if you're the kind of person who already goes through, I mean, you know, I'm not to that extent. Someone who goes through every news thing in the morning and does it, it's not really for you. I, I feel like it's more for the people that are kind of introducing themselves to, to being active in politics and, and maybe not even sure of their stances on things like, you know, some people may not know how they feel about tearing down statues. You know, they're like, Oh, I don't know about this, whatever. And then you can, this, this is something that they talk about. They kind of give a brief thing about what's happened. And then they say left supporters are saying this, right supporters are saying this, here's a bunch of, you know, quotes from different right and left news sources. And they cut and in those news sources, they, it, it breaks it down. Like, you know, this is how we feel because of this, you know, these are the consequences if we do this. Totally. Uh, yeah. That's I great. Really like it. Plus I'm not going to lie. I'm also due to get bear stickers from them. When you do referrals, you get, you get certain, there's like, so like, and you do like five referrals, you get bear stickers. When it's 25, you get socks. If you get a thousand or something like that, you get flown to New York city where I think the person who's in charge of this is, and they'll dress up in a bear costume. They're like, mascot is this bear. 
and like dress up in a bear costume and give you a hug or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it's something really stupid. When you get like you get like five hundred and you get a bear costume yourself. I'm like that's like you're never gonna get that many referrals. Like I think I have like nine or something. But um, I was enough to get stickers, and I was pretty stoked about the bear stickers. Well, if you give me your referral link, I'll put but, it yeah. in the description of our show so that all of our listeners can. I will absolutely. They can get do you that. some bear socks. Get me my bear <laughs> socks. Oh no, I think. Oh, this is no. This is this is it. So I have nine referrals. A bear mug is at oh. twenty five referrals, which is it. Yeah, uh, but I have so many mugs. I I really don't need it. What I really want is the socks. But I think I have to wait till fifty. Well, to get maybe the we socks, can get you to fifty. You never is. know. Um, plus a bear mug, you can yeah. bring that anywhere and leave it. People can. I, this is true. <laughs> I just uh, saw something. Uh, it was like a shower thoughts type thing, and it was uh, we could stop making mugs right now, and we would probably not run out for years. <laughs> I I see. I've got my favorite mug that I. I actually don't know where I put it. I have, I'm pretty sure I have it with me here. Um, but uh, is my pretty concussed friend uh, in New Zealand, Emma. She, um, she she had like a very bad concussion, and she gave me some advice when I was going through some some shit while while she was concussed. And I was like, um, look for the light, even if you have to fart on embers. I don't think anyone's ever said that before, and I loved it so much. I put it on a mug, and it's it's my favorite thing. <laughs> I don't have a favorite um, mug. But yeah. I uh, and it's it was like ten dollars from like online. I mean, like I would have loved like a specific mug that like looks or like you know it's a nice shape. Like I love a good mug, but um, yeah, I uh, I also really like that it says "Look for the light, even if you have to fart on embers." Because <laughs> it's so true. My sister has a mug that says "You're ugly and your mother dresses you funny." <laughs> what i don't i don't know where it came from but it's just a thing it's just yeah yeah, you know um (laughs) sometimes it you you wonder where people come up with their insults you know yeah um is there any other fun news out there by the way (laughs) no but it is fifty. It is fifty referrals for bear paw socks, and it's five hundred for a bear costume. Oh, you can get a bear costume. Is it like a onesie? It just says bear. So it's like the first referral. You're you have one entry to a two hundred dollar Amazon gift card, which is like a monthly oh. raffle. Five referrals is bear stickers. Twenty five referrals is a bear mug. Fifty referrals bear paw socks. Five hundred referrals bear costume, and a thousand referrals flight to New York City and a bear hug. From Anafi in a bear costume. I don't know who Anafi is, but I'm assuming the person who started this. But it's like a cute little bear in like a you know in like a little suit with like a, a bow tie that's like Ooh. half red, half blue. Maybe the bear costume they give you is one of those like blow up costumes, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. It's got the fan on it that's constantly making it blow so up. Down. That'd be so sweet. I, I want to get one of those costumes and just walk around in it all the time. I like those ones that you see people like in, when, when COVID is going around they're like in their dinosaur costumes like walking <laughs> their dog 
I like how creative people got from walking their dog during COVID is like, I can't leave the house. So I'm going to attach my dog to a drone and have the drone. Walk my dog. <laughs> that was so silly. Like what a crazy person. How did the dog not run away or do something like that? I mean, if you've got a really well-trained dog, like if you really train your dog, you don't even need a leash. Like if you train your dog very well, most people aren't that good. But if you train your dog very well, the dog will just follow you and listen. Like it's it sees you as alpha. I listen to you. But it's a like, drone. It's, and I, I know someone. <laughs> I know someone who who or not, I didn't know him, but like I saw him. He was um, when I was working in New Zealand, and I was like working with the buses and the ski field. This dude would just leave his dog in the back, like not tied down. Just leave his dog in the back of the pickup and and would go skiing and the dog would just curl up and be totally fine and just chill there oh yeah that's <laughs> just like the best like most well-behaved dog i've ever met i was like that is impressive training you know it's pretty impressive how, how you well you can train dogs to like respond to commands and things like that i've uh seen some videos of like i think they're like french police dogs um they like win championships of how well they're trained in that sense of like they're able to like jump through windows of, of suspects houses kind of thing and also be commanded to stop and not attack these people at the same time kind of thing and be used to yeah. be used as like intimidation tactics. Like, I mean, a lot of police dogs in America where it's literally like bite that person's arm off. That's your intimidation tactic dog. Please do that. Um, <laughs> this is literally like you're a guard dog now we have this person detained and we need you to watch them while we're working on this other person. And they use one command and the dog yeah. will sit there and like growl at this person. And then if the person moves, it will do like a, a fake lunge at the person. It's not, it's not like actually going to attack them. It knows to fake lunge because the person will become afraid and stop moving. Um, Dogs totally. are brilliant. It's, I mean, Oh, and the, okay, I've got to go on a slight rant. I like I love pit bulls. I love pit bulls, and they are some of the best. You mean most violent, right? And some of the very angry. <laughs> I'm uh -uh. just kidding. <laughs> no, I will punch you. I will punch you. So they they have some of the best temperament. They were literally bred to be nanny dogs. Like they they are so good for protecting kids. And I'm so sick of people thinking they're like these most aggressive dogs. We're talking about police dogs, which made me think of it. Because German Shepherds are actually a lot more aggressive as a breed than pit bulls. Like they, like they, they are like it's it for dogs in general. It's about how you train them. But but um, I think it's uh, is it Dobermans and. I can't remember if it's Dobermans or not, but it, German Shepherds is one of them. And it's so funny, this idea that we've like, German Shepherds are police dogs. So like we've, we've, we've made this idea in our head of society that like German Shepherds are safe and nice and soft, but they're actually like a lot more dangerous around children. And they're, they're a, have a lot more aggressive tendencies that you have to work out than pit bulls. And I'm, and it just like, it's, uh, it drives me up the wall when people think that pit bulls are some like aggressive evil thing. And they have like locking jaws. Like, uh. No, they don't. They've seen a pit bull smile. They're just like, <laughs> everything's great. I'm so happy. And they're like, oh, it just, oh, it's literally one. I mean, of really, when it comes down to it, any breed of dog that you've trained to use in some sort of violent way, whether it's making them like 
attack each other in dogfights, whether it's making them attack people, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. you're going to have dogs out there that have tendencies to do bad things. And it's not yeah, necessarily, it's not, it's, it's not bred into the dogs. It's literally like you have dogs that were treated no, poorly and were abused. And those are more likely to attack a person for sure. And that's where the problem yeah, came from. You have some dogs that are just, you have some dogs that are just, they're going to be oh, aggressive totally. because that's just who they are. Just like you're going to have cats like that. Just like you have people that are just aggressive, but you also have a lot of them that are just treated terribly and are fearful and guess what you attack you do when you're fight or flight some will fucking freak out and run away and others will attack when they're scared it's it's literally it's human i mean i was gonna say like with humans it's not like there's any breed of humans that's really more aggressive um you know in a sense there's possibly cultural differences that have caused people to maybe deal with things differently i mean there's i i I can't say this for sure but i feel like dealing having dealt with some new zealand folks it's more likely for them to um get into a a scuffle at a bar or something like that to work out a problem and it's okay it's not a big deal to them so it seems like they might be more aggressive to to americans that go to a bar and if they push each other they're gonna get arrested um yeah you know It's not like Kiwis are more yeah. aggressive than Americans. It's just that they, that's yeah, cultural difference in that sense. Yeah, yeah, but that's my that's my little rant. I oh, yeah, pitbulls are the cutest puppers. I'm just not a you know like I don't generally, yeah, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> you just don't like dogs. No, I love dogs. I love dogs. I love pets. I love everything like that. I also don't think that it's totally okay for us to have pets. Oh yeah, we yeah. talked about this. Yeah, no. I, I don't necessarily mean. want other no, people to to yell at me because of how I feel about them having pets. <laughs> <laughs> Let them yell. I'll fight them all. Uh, it's honestly, it's really interesting to watch. Like people are very defensive about their concept of being able to own a pet. Um, what? I feel like it's people will like, like they take it so personally, like you're, you're personally totally. attacking them for their choices. It's the same when you say like, oh, you know, uh, you know, men rape women and we don't like when bad men rape women. Like, you know, there's this issue of men raping women and, you know, men that don't rape people are like, God, how could you attack me like that? And it's like, do, do, are you a rapist? Like because if you're not then i'm not addressing well, you like, sense. but they like take it as like oh because i'm a man or oh because i'm a white man and you're you're attacking white men it's like well i'm attacking white men that are doing this at thing. the same time mine is a little bit more personal like, for people because when i say i don't think that people should own pets that does refer to anybody that owns <laughs> a pet um at, at the same time i also don't think don't... of it on the level of of rape or anything like that i sometimes use words no. that refer to it I that mean, way like, use of, like, I, I mean it in the way of like people feel personally attacked when you talk about yes. a subject. Yeah, in that sense, I'm not necessarily attacking anybody when I say I don't think they should have pets. It's definitely more of a... Yeah, you're talking as a whole. You're not saying you're a shit person exactly. because you own it. You're, you're you're talking about people on a whole or shit people. Well, and especially, it's hard for me, especially because I, I I sometimes do think about, about it myself where we would be really nice to have a dog or something like that. Like, it'd be really great. Um 
at the same time, I have a very much an internal struggle because I would feel like I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't feel okay owning another being in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's tough for me. Hmm. Oh, we need something happier. Um, oh, this is slight, slight change back to the other <laughs> thing. Another good thing about the flip side is, uh, is they not only do they talk about left and right, but they'll also say on the bright side, you know, you can now da 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 da. Like they'll talk about like, look at this puppy eating slime or whatever. Like they'll, so they'll, <laughs> they'll put some stupid thing in the what? end of it. Like I'm trying look to find this puppy eating woman slime. Ducklings from supermarket. Eggs. Look at this. No, no. On the bright side, woman hatches ducklings from supermarket eggs, and it's like a little, just a little clip or a little link. And I, don't, I never actually look at them. I just kind of get joy from the headlines. But um, this Facebook group is dedicated to crappy wildlife photos that are so bad, they're good. Like, they just try <laughs> and put something, like, stupidly. <laughs> That's fun. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I went on a road trip uh, last week. That's why I couldn't do this show last week. I was on the yeah. road. Um, it was very interesting to see our country in that perspective of a slow progression of how each place is um like there was some places where i like i'm not necessarily i wouldn't say i'm a person that's like fearful of covid i'm not like scared that i'm gonna get it per se in the sense of me um i'm scared that if i get it i'm gonna transfer it to my family and friends and you know if i was planning to have a job my coworkers, that kind of thing um i i don't want to be that person that it's like oh well it turns out that you all got it from this guy and I'm sorry, your grandma died. Um, yeah. So I, I, there was like some places where I would go to where I didn't even like leave my car because there's some places where it's like, Oh, this state's having an outbreak, but they don't have any masks on at all anywhere in the state. Um, or like I went through New Mexico and it was like all, all the signs like protect New Mexico, wear a mask. Um, I don't know if it was actually mandatory or not, uh, but a lot of California just made it mandatory in most, the, a lot of a lot of counties had done it themselves, but California did just make it mandatory to wear masks. There's like certain places not like you don't have to in a restaurant because eating. you're eating food, so it's kind of hard. But like if you're waiting in line to go in a grocery store, or you're in a grocery store, or you're in a doctor's office, like things like that, there are they do they are um, requiring masks now. Yeah, it's interesting. Texas, they, they, you know, like, I don't know if most people out there have seen, there's signs like those, those flashing signs on the side of the road that say, you know, construction up ahead, or sometimes they say like, there's a ferry and the wait time for that ferry is this long. Um, most of those everywhere say, you know, beware of COVID kind of thing. Like, you know, wear a mask, whatever it is, stay home, uh, don't travel, um, Texas, all they had to say, which, I mean, it's an important message, 100%. Um, you'd probably see it on the Air Force Network's uh, messages that they yeah. send on their commercials. Um, don't leave a kid in a car alone. They they wanted to let you know that all <laughs> over the state. Don't leave your kid in your car, which is reasonable because it was also hot as hell there. Um, <laughs> actually, to that point, I can't imagine being a person – in texas during this time of the year that's like you know what seems totally okay leaving my kid in my car 
because like I sit in the car for like half a second with the windows all the way down. Oh my gosh, it's it's you're like boiling already. I mean, when people do it with dogs, I've seen people do it for just like five minutes. Is like you can literally kill your dog or your kid like that. At the same minutes. time, people think, "Oh, I left the window down. It's fine." It's, it's like no, but it's still so <laughs> totally hot in there. It is not like if you leave the AC on. That's one. I mean, it still wouldn't leave anything in there. But that's one thing. But like, I was just gonna say, it's one cool like, part about Teslas. They have a dog mode where you basically turn it into dog mode and it will pump the AC and keep it at whatever temperature you set while you're out of the car. Um, it'll like crack the windows, do whatever it has to do to make sure that your car stays at the temperature it's set to. Yeah. Still might not stop people from smashing in your windows. Totally. If see a dog in the back, though. <laughs> imagine coming back to your Tesla and it's yeah. like, actually imagine smashing into a car to, to get a dog out. And it's like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's really cold in here guys. Honestly, I just keep the doors unlocked. You know, your dog will just attack someone that tries to break in, and then she at least. Oh yeah, but people are people are pretty pretty stupid. I did see one terrible thing though years ago. It was um it was a cop, and they they left their dog in their in their car, and they kept the AC on. It was like at an event or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a canine unit, and he left the AC on, but while he was gone it's you know total freak accident the ac broke yep. and the dog died and it's like when the dog overheated and died it's like even it's like i do not fucking trust in that cars, sense totally you know? yeah like, this is of, of something i love like i'm not gonna just hope it doesn't also, <laughs> it's like you're it's weird to me <laughs> like why do you have your dog with you if you're gonna leave it in the car anyway yeah it's well i mean that's part of is like you know you need to be able to train your dog to not freak out while you're at home. Like either, you know, you put them in a kennel where it's like their den, they feel safe in there. Like you need to, or like, yeah. if, cause you can't dogs like, like home Depot, you can take dogs in. That's their policy is like, or like a pet store. Yeah. But like you go into a Walmart, probably not. You can't take them into a grocery store. Go to store. Portland. If you want to take it's a like, dog anywhere, go to Portland. You, I think there's pretty much no, like all places have signs that say, bring your dog in, please. Love fluffy things. <laughs> like, or you could go work at Amazon. Like, they let you take your dog to work. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. That was weird. I like that. I wonder if it depends, though. I wonder if there's any like breed specific. Like, oh, you can't like because because people are like that. I worked as a security at Amazon for a while, like a month and a half. Um, it was really interesting. Like, I also worked on the night shift, so nobody's around when I'm there, and I just get to wander around these Amazon buildings. Just, I mean, it was basically my job to wander around these Amazon buildings. Um, they're weird places. Like, they got kegerators in there. Like, why do you have a kegerator in the office? A, a kegerator, like it's a fridge for a keg. Like, it's got a tap on the top and everything. <laughs> right? Like, you're at work. Why is there a kegerator here? i've never even heard of that word kegerator that's amazing um yeah it was just an interesting interesting place to to see it was also fun to like this is the first time i've ever been around skyscrapers really like i've 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 walked through seattle but i've never been in a skyscraper um and it was kind of cool to see like their inner workings and like find the points on the building where where they're able to flex during a an earthquake um, like, did you know most skyscrapers are made of basically like, uh, 
a set of buildings. It's like nine buildings put together kind of concept. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. And there's, there's points where basically these two sets of the building can flex up to like six to eight inches and like get closer to each other and get farther away from each other kind of thing. My, um, my mom used to work in one of the twin towers in the eighties. And she was saying when you, when you go up to like the 90s, she worked on like the 90th floor and you could literally see them just sway past, like they're like able to flex like that. They just sway past each other. She's like, it's the weirdest I can't thing. even imagine being up there and like feeling it. Like I imagine you can feel it sway. You, and you also, she's like, you take like a, like a like express elevator up to like the 70th floor or whatever, then get out and get to a different elevator that like takes, that does the next like 30 floors. <laughs> so you're not waiting 10 <laughs> years. To... Oh, I feel like the highest I've ever been on a building is like the 15th floor. I, I don't even know what I genuinely couldn't even tell you the highest. I've never in really some ways, attention. I'd love to go to the top of like a you know a hundred story building in that sense. Like that'd be so fun. Yeah, I don't know how many hundred story buildings there are now. Like, I, mean, I guess you go to New York City to see a bunch. But... I mean, I think they're kind of spread around the world in that sense. Like, it'd be cool to go to the tallest building on the planet and go to the top of it and like go to the observatory or whatever I they have. What the tallest building on the planet is? I think it probably. I think it's maybe in India. Uh, Let's see. I was thinking in, um, in Dubai. That's what I was thinking. Um, but it's in... Uh, in Dubai. Burj oh! Khalifa. Yeah. In Dubai, has reigned as the world's tallest building since 2010. Look who knows her fun facts. How tall is it? Uh, I don't know. I moved away. Hold on. 2,716 feet. That's interesting. That's 828 meters uh, for those of us that aren't in America because we suck. Because <laughs> we, we do. We do suck. It's got 163 floors. Wow. Gosh, that's that's crazy. Basically, that that building is is more, um, more than a half mile tall. Oh my god! <laughs> <sighs> well, I think I need to feed myself. Okay. It's what time it is? It's twelve thirty here. Holy That's crap. late. Woof. Oh, I've talked to you way too long. Yeah, um, it's been uh, I'd say enjoyable, but that'd be a lie. Um, it's been real it's it has really it happened it's been it's been real. sadly <laughs> it, well see you all goodbye next week.